Amy. I'm Julie. And it's time to pucker up. Hey. Hey, there's been hockey. There has. There's been there's been playoff hockey. Well, there's been semi-playoff <laughs> hockey. But now there's playoff hockey. Oh man, and what playoff hockey? Holy it's, heck. We've already reached peak playoff hockey and there's been one game. Right? This game is in third OT. Yes, as we are recording this, the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Columbus Blue Jackets are tied at two in triple overtime with a little more than seven minutes left. So um, while we're talking, either this game will end or it'll go to quadruple overtime. Currently, my interest is in whether the Tampa Bay game will end first or the Dallas game will end first. Who? I have not the, checked in on Dallas. Who's winning that um, game? Calgary is currently winning that game. It is three to two with 11 minutes and 42 seconds left. That's However, okay. that game, I believe, started at five. 5.30. Yeah. What time do the Columbus game start, Amy? Three o'clock. <laughs> it is currently 7.48. It's, it's, almost, it's almost eight. This hockey game's been going on for five hours. Holy hell. This series is going to be maximum chaos. Seth Jones is about to drop dead as we speak. I mean, I wouldn't blame him. <laughs> He's a, um, the last check. He'd skated over 50 minutes. <gasps> so, yeah. And they only get a day off in between. Yeah. Like, that ain't fair. Dallas has a back-to-back. Do they? Yes. Dallas and Calgary have a back-to-back built into theirs. Does everybody? I haven't looked that closely at the schedule. Let me look at Seth Jones' ice time. I only know because I was looking at when Dallas was playing, and I saw them having a back-to-back, and I was like, I don't think... Yeah, Seth Jones has um, 50 minutes of ice time. Zach Wierenski has 47. Holy shit. Let me see, Tampa. The most anybody on Tampa's team has is Hedman's got 42. So um, they're getting treated a little better than Columbus's star defenseman. But I think one of Dean Kukin only has 20 minutes. I mean, you play your best players in the playoffs, but damn. So uh, Seth Jones... I am ready. I saw a tweet from Fatou a little bit earlier that said she was ready for a Seth Jones overtime game-winning goal. I, I think that would that. be. I think that would be nice to him after these fifty minutes of uh, suffering. No kidding. I think it's. I think it's going to go to four OT. I mean, we got four minutes and twenty some odd ten, seconds left. Right ten now, ten seconds. I got ten seconds. Four minutes and ten seconds. So that's wild. <laughs> that's on go. We'll we will keep you updated on that because uh, we're not taking our eyes off of that. In other news, uh, the Capitals are obviously going to be playing the Isles. The Penguins are eliminated. <laughs> On Sidney Crosby's birthday, we maximum chaos. And you know, I said I didn't feel like Sidney Crosby, like that's the anti-Leo energy to get eliminated on your birthday, but I just didn't account for everyone else in Pittsburgh. Well, not to mention... And Pete and I talked about this a little bit earlier, too. Sidney Crosby didn't quite look like Sidney Crosby in that series. Like, he was kind of invisible. Like, usually you notice when he's on the ice. And now, not so much. Do you think he is still nursing? Well, he was nursing an injury. That's and I was going to say, do you think he's still nursing an injury? But no, he was hurt during training camp. That's right. Well, that's Um, leading into bubble time, so. You know. Of course, Rutherford's losing it today, as Rutherford is wont to do, so. 
Well, yeah, didn't he say something like, well, maybe they just, like, missed their families too much or they didn't think it was... Uh, yeah, maybe they wanted to go home because they didn't want to stay in the bubble. Okay, yeah. Somebody wants to go home more than they want to win a Stanley Cup. Tell me that about a hockey player and then watch me laugh at you. For sure. For sure how hockey players function. That's like the same argument that people were like, oh, the Penguins, the Penguins intentionally lost so they could have a shot at, at Alexi Lafreniere. And I was like, right, because that's so much more important to them than getting their name on the Stanley Cup. Right? Like, and here's the thing. Everybody's like freaking out about, oh, well, the pet, like, as soon as the Penguins got knocked out, it turned into, oh, but now they're going to get Lafreniere. Like, why? First of all, they have a 13% chance of getting Lafreniere. And so does everybody else. And so do eight other teams. And so the only, and the only teams I would have been worried about taking Lafreniere would have been Pittsburgh and oh, there was one other one and I don't even remember who it was now. Edmonton? No. Nashville? No, I would have just felt sorry for him if he went to... Well, yeah, because that's where hockey players go to die. Um, because everyone's like, oh, well, I, uh, if, if Pittsburgh gets him, blah, blah, blah. If Toronto gets him, blah, blah, blah. Well, the only team that has actual depth is Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh does an impressive job with, like, no-name players. It's who true. Otherwise would do nothing on other teams. Well, I, I hate to bring up my other podcast, but I mentioned that on my other podcast when I was talking about who should get, you know, who needs this draft yeah. lottery pick and who doesn't it's like look if a team that can manage to win a cup with like a third wilkesbury scranton penguins and a third wheeling nailers and some stars yeah. like do you need a first like, overall pick i think people in the Sidney crosby of it all and like i hate to give pittsburgh credit for anything but i think in the Sidney crosby like Evgeny malkin of it all people don't realize pittsburgh does a really good job with developing players they do they just don't know what to do with them once they're developed most of the time because they have a lot of depth right right so then it's a matter of finding chemistry and you can't manufacture that the way you can like train someone to be good See, for example, Jack Johnson. I don't care how much Berta he's got for Sidney Crosby, it ain't gonna work. I don't, yeah, I don't care how good a friend they are. Insert, insert Jack Johnson bad surfer music joke here. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, <laughs> listen, anytime anyone mentions Jack Johnson, please know I am not thinking about the hockey player. <laughs> Never once in my life have I thought about hockey player. I don't know that I know what he looks like. Ooh, hockey player Jack Johnson? I don't. <laughs> of course, I don't know what Travis Boyd looks like either. So I do now. I learned. Travis Boyd's cute. He he's is. not like hot, he's but got, he's like cute. He's got big dad energy. Not daddy. Dad. Dad. And not like Canada dad basic. He's got big dad energy. Yeah. And then, so, but like, so who else was in the like Nashville? If they get if they get Lafreniere, they've still got Matt Duchene, who's locker room poison. Toronto still doesn't have a defense. Toronto is going to have to get rid of a lot of what they have. Toronto has like a like two thirds of their salary cap tied up in four players. <laughs> like hello, what's Toronto going to do? They're going to have to get rid of a lot of what they have. Yeah, 
And um, so, like, I don't understand why people are like, oh, well, these great teams are going to get my top, pick, my top pick for who needs a first overall draft pick was the Minnesota Wild. They've never had one. Really? In all of their existence, they have never been first overall. I think that would have been good for the Minnesota Wild. Um, I think the Minnesota Wild are not a bad team. I think they are boring and not well coached. And they they are kind of a middle of the road kind of bleh, nothing team. And I think now we're going to get the narrative uh, now that the Rangers have the first overall pick and will ostensibly take Lafreniere. Um, R.I.P. Alexie Lafreniere. Alexie. Alexie. It's not Alexie. No, it's A-L-X-I-S and he's French Canadian. So Alexie. it's Alexie. All right. Well, whatever. That's Alexis. all right. The first time I talked about him on my podcast, I called him Alexis and then I heard it pronounced and I was like, oh, duh, he's French. So the Rangers. Uh, yo, 4OT. Is it 4OT? Yep. Five minutes left in the Dallas, or six minutes left in the Dallas game. I told you I was going to 4OT. <laughs> fucking unbelievable. They're just going to have to, listen, I don't know who said it, but Carolina and Boston are going to be skating in, Donya said Carolina and Boston are going to be skating in water. I mean, they are, and I guess there was, was it Pierre Lebrun who said that the NHL is prepared for start times as late as 11? Nobody wants to watch hockey that starts at 11 o'clock. I'm sorry. Get out of here. I mean, hockey, I do. Hockey doesn't start after 9 p.m. You know my rule on this. Not, not at your podcast HQ, but at my podcast HQ it does. There's only one podcast HQ. But you can be like a satellite HQ. Maybe. All right. I am satellite HQ. I like Sat- that. Satellite location. I am. I'm the satellite podcast, podcast, podcast satellite location. <laughs> We're getting nothing done on this podcast today. Look, anyway. So now that- should we actually talk to each other. So yeah, no, this is going to be the bullshit episode. So now <laughs> the Rangers have first overall pick Alexei. Frenière. Lafreniere. Lafreniere. And um, so the Rangers rebuild is over again, right? It must be. Because it was over last year when they got Artemi Panarin and Capo Caco. That's right. How that worked out for them. I mean, they made the playoffs, sort of. Sort of. They did not make the playoffs, Amy. I mean, did you? They made the qualifiers for the playoffs. They didn't make the playoffs. Did you see what happened on the draft lottery show when... Uh, when uh, the Leafs ball almost went up there, and no, 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 the host S, whose name I can't remember, she said something about she said something to Gary Bettman directly, like in the lead up to the to the putting the balls in the thing. No, I didn't. About watch it. oh, she said something about um these teams, you know, being being play you know this is the first time that actual playoff teams are involved in a draft lottery and gary bettman gave her like a big old well actually see and said and said that you know ostensibly these teams did not make the playoffs they They were in the qualifying round correct see that's where i think people are not splitting the hair fine enough they were not in the playoffs but here, here's the hair that needs to be split that has been split wrong. And that's the statistical hair. Because statistics-wise, all of these goals don't count for the regular season. All those goals that got scored in all those games count as playoff goals. But I heard today that the distinction, the hair that is being, is being split there is it's the difference between, are you ready for this? The NHL playoffs? And the Stanley Cup playoff. I have to go lay on the floor now. (laughs) 
That's it's fucking- stupid. It's the NHL trying to have their cake and eat it too. That's fine. Whatever. Either way, I don't think even getting Lafreniere is going to help the Rangers because they they are rotten on the inside. And I hope to God that poor child doesn't have to go play in Hartford. Well, Hartford did fire their coach. Yeah, but how deep does it go? That's a good question. But I mean, firing the coach is a decent start. It's not it's not ending the rebuild, but uh it's a decent start. I think I heard or read somewhere a while back and I tried to do some research on it yesterday and came up with Bupkis, but I heard that at some point either it was Connor McDavid's father or uncle or somebody was involved in the Wolfpack organization. No idea. Never heard anything about that. Hmm. I'll have to do some more research. I have one item under what's the message, Gary, because this stuck with me the entire duration of the qualifiers Mm -hmm. in spite of multiple people getting fined during the qualifiers. I mean, when they should have gotten more than fined, but some of them definitely should have gotten more than fined. Although I did see in the last game that we watched oh what game was it It it's the leafs game i believe where um a player went down no it was in the caps game a player went down and they called it boarding and i think they must have been looking at it to call it as a major and ended up calling it back because they didn't call it at all it was a great non-call the guy actually wiped out Mm -hmm. so um in the first game between the, uh, it was literally the first night that there was hockey. There was a game between the Arizona Coyotes and the Las Vegas Golden Knights. And Ryan Reeves laid a headshot, I'm sure you're shocked, on Nick Schmaltz. Got his elbow up, like went down, brought his elbow up right into Schmaltz's face. Uh. Schmaltz, Schmaltz is still out, by the way, and received no further discipline. What the fuck is the message, Gary? was never mentioned again i wonder if he's gonna the coyotes play tomorrow huh Smaltz is out he's just done i mean they have already said he's unfit to play Oy. i saw it today and that uh Smaltz is out because i saw a tweet about Smaltz being out and hill was gonna back up kemper even though anti-ranta was taking practice wow yep so that's fun and i do but we'll get to it when we get to highlights so in okay. lowlights, um, the Caps were the Caps in their um, I mean, were they rankings. though, or were they, they just were. trying? They were just trying to pretend like they were playing hockey. I mean, it didn't even look like they were pretending against the Flyers. It was just bad. Well, like that was embarrassing. Hard. Like I know the fly. Like the Flyers are good. Flyers year. You heard it here. Mm, I don't I know, know if I can handle the chirp fest that I'm in for if that happens. I know you don't like that, but I will put on my Travis Konechny t-shirt and I will ride it all the way to the end. I mean, if for some reason I need to jump on a bandwagon, it would probably be that one. Once the caps are out, because the way they've been playing. It suddenly occurred to Pam mid-conversation today. She's like, and we were talking about hockey, but like all of a sudden to change the subject, she's like, you know what? They could actually win another Stanley Cup. (laughs) Uh, And I was like, well, yeah, but this time really anybody could like the bruins no the bruins looked like hot garbage president's trophy curse yep the bruins looked like trash i don't know if we can say whether the islanders looked good or not because the rangers looked so bad like i feel like i don't have but the islanders didn't play the rangers in their series the whaler canes played the rangers who did the islanders play 
The Islanders played. Hold on. What did I've already play? forgotten. Florida. Florida. Yeah. Oh, well. All right. Same Same happened. difference. So, actually, worse. Because at least the Rangers won a game, didn't they? No, Florida won a game. Yeah. I don't Florida fucking know. Too. I don't know what's going on. Fuck it. It all runs together for me. Um. Anyway, so I feel like we don't actually know how good the Islanders are. Because they played garbage. Well, and also they're a Barry Trotz coach team. So... It could really go either way. Yeah. Um, we maybe don't know how good the Hurricanes are. I mean, they're pretty good. We beat them. I mean, yes, but... And they play the Rangers. So, like, what is the... Like, how do we know what their actual, like, playing level is right now? You know what I'm saying? Well, they're bringing Doogie back. Doogie's coming back. I'm so... I was never so glad to find out that someone actually calls him Doogie because I will never call him anything else. <laughs> Ever. He could tell me to my face, do not call me Doogie, and I probably wouldn't be able to stop myself. Doogie Museum Boy Hamilton. Doogie Hamilton, MD. Um, <laughs> so we lost in a shootout versus the Lightning by shooting ourselves in the foot because we bees like that. Mm-hmm. Um, then we just really shit the bed against the Flyers. And I think even if we get to the point where we play the Flyers, like we could beat Boston, we could beat the Islanders, we could beat the Hurricanes. <laughs> hurricanes we maybe can't beat the flyers i mean the flyers are flyers are kind of looking like a juggernaut right now kids flyers look good and who would thunk an alain vigno coach team that looks good and dangerous shit is still have oh wait no it's not back on yet dallas is empty net they're gonna lose love that for me oh philly's playing montreal so i can tell you how that's gonna go i mean oh philly is gonna Unless Carey Price, like, takes some supercharged whatever it is that makes him Canada dead, awesome goalie man. I think Carey Price could steal a game. I don't think he can steal a series. I mean, isn't Flyers that kind and, of what we Flyers said? And, Flyers in five. But isn't that what we kind of said when they were playing the Penguins? No. I thought Montreal could do it from the start with the Pens. Really? Yeah. All right. Maybe that was somebody else that said the that same thing. That's somebody else. Price. It wasn't me. I, like, I don't know. I It wasn't me. I didn't say that about Carey Price. I'm always rooting for the Penguins to get loosed. Yeah. Um, gee, when was the last time they won a... Well, they won one of those games, so they did win a playoff... Well, no, it's not a playoff game. When was the last time they won a playoff game? Who? Habs? No, the Penguins. The Penguins? Um, Against the Capitals in 2018. Yeah, how about? But they're a dynasty. Yeah, well, not anymore. Dynasty's mm-hmm. end. In highlights, the Leafs leafed it. Uh, well, they leafed it, and then they unleafed it, and then they re-leafed it. Which is why it was spectacular. And I'm sorry and to why any it was a highlight. fans who listen to this, but, like, damn, y'all. Look, I love me some Steve Dangle, and everybody knows that I'm just going <laughs> to put a dollar in a Dangle jar. You owe me, like, $5 at the Dangle jar for this know. episode alone right now. Probably. So, but this is not what we expected from the Leafs. Was it, it not the most high drama must-see hockey of that entire, like, qualifying round? Only the last two games. The rest of it was pretty fucking boring. It was, but those last two games were worth it. It's true. Like, here's the thing, though. And like I said before, the Leafs have no defense. Nope. And everybody's going to come out of the woodwork and blame shit on Freddie Anderson. And they're going to blame shit on William Nylander. And they're going to blame shit on, I don't know, but, like, fucking... Blame Austin Matthews. He didn't score anything. 
blame Mitch Marner. He didn't score anything. Like, fucking, it's not just your, it's like, stop being xenophobic. That's all. Well, yeah, that's a low light, but yeah. I mean, also, like, the team doesn't have any defense. I can't remember the last time it did, but somehow, as you mentioned before, they're not working on spending any money towards building that defense. Somehow, Tyson Berry getting hurt was all his fault. Oh, for crying out loud. Because Tyson Berry, I'm sure, wanted to get hurt. Sure. The Caps Caps won a game after that absolutely fucking abysmal showing against the fucking Flyers. They came out and they beat the Bruins, which... Well, that was an abysmal showing from the Bruins, to be fair. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if the Caps were good so much as the Bruins fucking suck. I mean, that top line that the announcers keep calling the perfection line... And listen, somebody said, do they really call them that? And you were like, and somebody else was like, only these people. Like, no, they really call them that. I didn't they, see any Boston, perfection. Boston fans really call them the perfection line, and they have been off all season. And Pasta has been the main producer, and most of the rest of their scoring has been depth scoring, as far as I've been able to tell. And even the game, the goal that was scored against the Capitals came from down the line because it came from Jake DeBrusque. Betrayal. How could you do this to me, Brusky? I mean, have you become did you? As, have, have you become as much of a Bruins fan as you did a Devils fan? Or suck no? no. Okay, no. just checking. But Jake DeBrusque is cute. Is he? I never noticed. He's like adorable. Yeah, Dallas lost. Love that. Love that. Quadruple OT. Quadruple. I can't remember the last time. Dude, somebody on Twitter said I can't imagine this without fans because the feeling in the stands would be electric, and I'm like. No, buddy, by the time second OT starts, everybody just wants to go the fuck home. And they can't get beer. You can't can't get beer. You can't get food. You can't do anything but sit there. Your phone is dead. You're trying to figure out how you're going to get home because you're probably like, well, not at this point because, but normally they start much later. It's, it's like at the point that you're starting second OT, you're just like, like, you don't even care who scores. Yeah, it's just make it be Especially for this being game one, just score so we can go home. Well, isn't this, I mean, I can't quite remember the Columbus-Tampa Bay series from last season, but I seem to remember our series against them in the first round, and like six out of the, did it go to, it only went to six. So like, I think either four or five out of those six games went to at least one OT. At least three, yeah. I don't think two went, I don't think any of them went to two OT. I remember ours against. One did. Did it? One did, I remember. Yeah, not long into two OT, but yeah, it went into two OT. I know last season, two of our games went to two OT. And one of them was game seven. Oh, that's right. And I remember one of the ones against Toronto in 2017 went to two OT. I know why you remember that one. Uh-uh, Austin, Ma- Austin Matthews won that for Toronto. Did he? It was game two, yeah. Oh, I thought, but wasn't wasn't the JoJo goal JoJo, an overtime one? JoJo's goal was an overtime one, but that was game six. Ah. Uh. No, the the two OT one was Austin Matthews and. They the giveaway that night was cowbells because the kid sitting adjacent to me was oh, beating his shit. cowbell. I remember that. That was the, the worst idea ever. On the pipe the whole night. And I was like, if they don't stop this kid from doing this, I'm going to stop this kid from doing this. And then Vanessa and I had to sprint to the Metro. Good Lord. Yeah. Olympic rules in this shootout, boys. Order of shooters is me, 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 and then me again. 
I'm fucking TJ Yoshi. Shall let's we talk, move on to the thylights? Let's, let's talk thylights. All right, I see a note here that says we're thinking Arby's, and yeah. I don't understand it. You know how Arby's' tagline is, we have the meats? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, those uh, those photos of the caps in the locker room that were posted on Facebook, and they had, like, Siegenthaler and Gudis sitting in their stalls in their, like, shorts. Yeah. They got <laughs> the meats. They got the meats. Melanie can't hear you. Melanie's got her headphones on. She can't hear me saying they got the meats. <laughs> Which is pretty close to I got the mots, but totally different. Extremely different. Everybody wore, uh, apparently sold out the national store of some very stupid hats. How much you want to bet the Nat sent those and said, we can't sell these shits. Why don't you all wear them? And the cats were like, cool, because they're all bros. Right. And the different ways that each one of them tried, like nobody wore their bucket hat the same way. I it like, was like it was a task. I liked the dudes with the big domes who obviously flipped the rims of theirs up. Like Gudis's big ass head in that bucket hat with the with the rim flipped up was truly life giving. Somebody, I think it might have been Hathaway. Like there were strings on either side to kind of keep your head on your head. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. Well, he wore he put the strings on and and like pulled the little thingy up all the way to his chin, sure. so that his hat would stay on. <laughs> Like a five-year-old. Big Garnet Hathaway energy. So I don't have many playoff beard updates because, you know, they haven't given me much in the way of content. Well, but some of them started off playoff beard ready. Did we talk about Matt Niskanen's sentient beard? Oh, yes, we did. Okay. I just want to make sure we didn't forget about it because it has not forgotten about him. I just want to say RIP to Patrick Line. Right? No Patrick Line's mustache or beard joke. But I do want to say congratulations to TJ Oshie and his playoff beard, which is not that bad, actually. No, I kind of, TJ Oshie with the, the, the little bit longer flow and the playoff beard does something for me. Ooh. It's less patchy than it has been in previous years. True. In fact, I mean... It is I, very I remember, ginger. Mm, I still remember giving him shit for, like, the one time I went to, it was before I knew you well. I went to Casino Night in November. So it was Movember. Oh. And he, was, he was working on his mustache. And by working on, I actually said to him, so you're working on that, huh? He's like, yeah, I'm not doing a good job, am I? Like, it looked, it looked, it looked bad. <laughs> At least he knows. He, I hope he, the Caps, as I said last time, once again, I will reiterate, I hope the Caps go deep. Because whatever is going to happen on Siegenthaler's face is going to be a mess. But then we would get the Tom Wilson super beard back. But wait, but wait, but wait, but wait. Ovi? Mountain Man Ovi needs to make an appearance in these playoffs. If they die, they die, Ovi. Yes. God, I miss Brett Connolly. For those who've gotten a head start, I don't know what kind of product Radko Gudis uses on his beard, but it works because Listen. it's just, he does, he's got a good tight trim job going on. Trim job sounds awful. Um, <laughs> and it's just, it's so thick and dark and luscious and I want to grab it. You know what that's called? What? Being a man. I mean, yeah. It's just pure, unadulterated testosterone. testosterone. <laughs> And this one was a late addition, but I did see it. Uh, the Tyler Sagan lifestyle shoot. Yes, I put that in as a late addition this afternoon because I did see it as well. And I had the vapors. 
And I realize now we forgot to talk about under highlights. I was gonna, I was gonna throw Ryan Reeves a bone. Right. I was gonna talk about Ryan Reeves. Um, rewind back to the highlights for a moment. And um, thank you. Flip it and reverse it <laughs> to the highlights. And so Ryan Reeves apparently, when uh, Las Vegas played against Dallas, skated up to Tyler Sagan and was like, "Hey man, we're gonna kneel. You want to kneel with us?" Me and Robin Leonard. Now, I think we've talked about Robin Leonard on here before and how um, in 2016, Robin Leonard put a Trump sticker on his, Jesus Christ, the Lightning have 78 shots on goal. Oh my God. Wait, is this going to be that stupid, what team was it? What AHL team was it that played for hours and hours and hours? Was it not Lehigh Valley? It might have been. Lehigh Valley was one of the teams involved in that. Yes. And do I think it might have been the Carolina Checkers? Oh. <sighs> Charlotte it's going to Ch- be like Charlotte that. Checkers. Oh, there you go. I knew it was Carolina. It's going to be like that, isn't it? Maybe. 78 shots on goal for the Lightning and 53 for the Blue Jackets. Sorry. Anyway, so Ryan Reeves and Robin Leonard. And Robin Leonard really seems to have, like, really leaned into making himself a better person. No kidding. Look, so uh, I am rooting for him and him only to beat the Chicago Blackhawks. Just saying. That's, listen, and they deserve it because they traded him at the deadline thinking they that's weren't going right. to make the playoffs. That's the main reason why I'm rooting for him and him only to beat them. Listen, I respect Robin Leonard. And I said this before in the sense that he has struggled with his mental health and gotten help for it and has and been put in about a it. lot of work. And I respect that as a person who also has bipolar disorder. However, I've always been a bit leery of it because of the Trump sticker. Mm-hmm. He knelt with Ryan Reeves. Yeah, he did. And so did Tyler Sagan and Jason Dickinson. Yeah, they did. And if you remember over the summer, Tyler went out and was protesting in Dallas. And kneeling there, too. So Tyler Sagan might be a good boy. And he's a good-looking good boy. Now I want to talk about his abs. Dude. So there are several pictures in this lifestyle shoot. There's only one that matters. And you're clicking through it, and Tyler's wearing, like, you know, polo shirts and, like, suits. And he's looking fine. And boots that are really then, scuffed up on the bottom. Sorry. Yeah, well... When you walk sometimes. They um, look weird. So then you're, you know, you're clicking through there and you're like, all right, all right. Tyler's got his clothes on. He's looking good. Boom. Shirtless. Ugh. Amy, I had to take a deep breath and I had to call my soul back into my body. I guess. <laughs> Audibly. It was like, bless you, Tyler Sagan. That is what I needed on this Tuesday evening. Mm-hmm. We have some listener questions. We do. You want to start? You want me to start? You go ahead and start. From Melanie, other than Caps versus everyone, what matchups are you looking forward to seeing for both Trash Fire or genuinely genuinely rooting for a reason? Well, we talked about a few already. Well, I mean, I had no idea that fucking CBJ in Tampa Bay was going to be like this. But it bees like that. It's still going, by the way. It is the Energizer Bunny of Game Ones. It is a Game One. This, like, Dude, guys. Somebody just put these people out of their misery. Just shoot them. Just take them out back. Jesus. Um, I am marginally interested in Chicago and Vegas for the Robin Leonard storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, 
other than that, I just don't really give a fuck. Like, obviously... Oh, no, I want to see Boston go down in flames because of the President's Trophy curse. You're right. You're right. I mean, obviously I'm rooting for Dallas, but, I mean, they've got a case of the bed shits, clearly. Well, and that seems to be... I mean, obviously you're a Dallas Stars fan, and I am a Dallas Stars fan by proxy, but um, I'm a satellite office Dallas Stars fan. <laughs> and... <laughs> and uh but that seems to be like the general consensus of because you know i listen to a lot of different hockey podcasts and hear a lot of different hockey people talk the general consensus seems to be like that's the series that nobody gives a shit about dallas and calgary yes like if it had been dallas and vancouver i would be in mm-hmm. because then it would be ben brothers oh yeah oh see that would have made a nice storyline but no dallas had to go and finally win a fucking game i mean that's because jamie didn't want to play against his brother probably whatever jamie fucking loves to play against jordy yeah i'm trying to think of what some of the other ones are they right like now. to fight they like to fight you like to watch them fight Both throw hands against each other uh what else I'm trying to think of what else is out there this bullshit that's going on now carolina boston us and the islanders i mean philly montreal is gonna be what it is philly montreal might be interesting just to watch how big of a mud hole philly rips into montreal because that's what's gonna happen mm. anything else out west no vancouver's matchup is meh. i like arizona and colorado Mm. i mean there are players that i like to watch on colorado don't you want to watch phil i not bad enough to watch arizona play colorado all right fair enough yeah so i think that answers that question from karen excluding the caps which team still in the playoffs do you want to most do you most want to see win the cup dallas i mean yeah i mean if we're dreaming i mean listen if the caps go out and if Dallas goes out, I'm going all in on Philly. Yeah, I got to get on the gritty bus if that's what's left. I'm like, let's get TK a cup, buds. Aw, uh, and no, Pat. Claude! Claude needs a cup. Dude, the FURTA in Philly is through the roof right now. Well, and honestly, the Flyers haven't won a cup since before the Caps were a team. So there is that. Fair. That's the that's the argument I used to use with, with my cousin all the time. Like, when was the last time you won one? Oh, it's going <laughs> to oh, take right. you... It's going to take you longer than it took us in between cups. Oh, oh, okay. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I mean, I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to be the satellite Dallas office until I can't be anymore. It might not take long. Caps might make it further than Dallas this season, the way Dallas has been playing. Mm. I mean, to be fair. Have we heard anything about Sagan and his ouchie? Was Sagan out today? I don't know, but he was out, out at that last game that they won because he had an ouchie. I don't know it's what Sagan's ouchie is. Nobody knows. He had a, he's got like a shoulder thing. Mm. Like it's like, it's like ongoing mm. and it has been for literal years. So. All right. From Renee, why does the Toronto media hate their hometown players? The Leafs, not guys from Toronto so much. Cause they're xenophobic assholes. They're old white hockey men. Like, if you talk to like, people our age, they don't, like they all grew up on John, Don Cherry and learned all the wrong things and they are wrong and bad. <laughs> I can't say much more than that. Um, from Sarah, are we sure that Columbus goalie Mattis Kivalenix is a real person and not just torts angrily key smashing? And I I'm had never seen that name until I read that question yesterday. Me either, but he backed up today. Oh, wow. Because um, Elvis is hurt. Oh, Elvis might have to leave the building. Elvis is unfit to play. I mean, <laughs> I said he backed up today. He's still backing up. <clears throat> He's going to be backing up for the rest of his life, the way this game is going. This game has been 
going on for 131 minutes. Holy fuck. All right, read the last question because I have an answer. I gave this thought. From Karen, if Torts was a character in a story you were writing, what would his origin story be? He was raised by wolves and adopted by horses. (laughs) See here, I was thinking, it's like, he's, he is the way he is because like... What did I, I thought about this earlier when I put it in there. Like his wife left him and that's why he's so angry. And like, you know, it's just like sensitive man pain shit. He's a horse girl. Do you think so? He is. They were talking today about the, um, the, the thing, the foot he has on his wrist and that he injured it trying to reshoe one of his horses. Oh my god. He's a horse girl. I had no idea. And he loves dogs, which is why I say he was raised by wolves. That's the anger in him and adopted by horses. But yeah, they said it was kind of gross because they said if he takes, he needs, they said he needs to have surgery on it and it has to do with his thumb because he (laughs) tore a tendon and he obviously can't have surgery on it until after the playoffs. But unless he wears that splint around his wrist, his thumb just drops and sits in the middle of his palm. Oh no! I have yeah. a, I, I have an emergency update from the news desk. Oh no! Melanie has just sent me a link to a photo, and the caption says, "Even the video board operators are tired of this game." And one of the video boards in the arena just says, "Still overtime." Nice. I love it. Oh, and those guys are gonna have to be there for a whole nother fucking game. Yeah. Uh seventh longest game in NHL history. And I'm sure it's probably not gonna be have to be much longer to keep jumping up the chart. No. Oh my god. All right. So I guess we're gonna turn this game on now that we're we we're we're gonna wrap up here and we're gonna go turn this game on. And, uh, yeah, and I have another, I have an, another podcast interview at 10 o'clock. So who uh, knows this game might still be, still be going. <laughs> you can message us on Twitter at pucker up podcast. You can email us at puckeruppod at gmail.com. You can visit our website at puckeruphockey.com. And we have a Patreon at patreon.com slash puckeruppodcast. Don't forget that we also now have discord where we talk about hockey all day, every day. Especially you, during games like this. Especially during games like this. I've missed so many messages. Do you can get the link to our Discord by going to our website, to our Twitter. Thank you so much for listening. Bye!